Okay, good morning everyone. Today's share should be for a continued Shemira from Hashem from above and all the Chayalim, Chayalot, all our brothers and sisters, and he should return all of the Shuyim quickly, speedily, and unharmed. Okay, so today we are on Chof Aleph from an Aleph. We're literally smack in the middle of Amar Rav Yehuda, right after the two dots of Tiyufta. We're just going to discuss today if someone is not sure, is unsure whether they said Kriyashma, do they have to go back? If they're unsure whether they davened, so on and so forth. So let's start. The Gemara starts off, Amar of Yehuda, and by the way, names matter. The very, very beginning in the Hagos Tziyunim, it says that this is not just Amar of Yehuda, it's Amar of Yehuda, Amar Shmuel. We'll see why that comes into place. At least that was the gears of the Rif, of the Rosh, Rabbeinu Asher, Rabbeinu Alphas. They had it, Amar of Yehuda, Amar Shmuel. So we start from there. So the Gemara says, Amar of Yehuda, in parentheses, Amar Shmuel, the name of Shmuel, Safek Kara Kriyashma Safek Lo Kara. One is unsure. Yeah, he, uh, he took a nap at uh, ten o'clock. He woke up at ten thirty. Kriyashma, Zman Kriyashma is over ten forty-five, and he really does not remember whether he recited Kriyashma earlier that morning. Eino Chozer Kara. He does not go back and repeat the Shema. However, Safik Amar MSV Yatsif, Safik Lo Amar, he's not sure whether he made the brachas after Kriyashma. We say we have before two brachas and after two brachas. So he didn't remember whether he said MSV Yatsif after the Kriyashma, then Chozer Omer MSV Yatsif. For that, he does go back. Again, if, at least according to Rav Yehuda Amar Shmuel, in the name of Shmuel, if you're not sure whether you said Kriyashma in the morning, you go back and you say it, assuming still within the Zman of Kriyashma. But if you're not sure, you do not go back, sorry, you do not go back and say, repeat Kriyashma. But if you are not sure whether you said MSV Yatsiv, you would go back. The Gemara says, my time, I don't, what's the reasoning? Now everyone hold on to their seats, don't, no one jump at me, or hopefully, hopefully someone should jump up. Yeah. I guess Jack is laughing, so. Kriyashma Midrabanan. So the Gemara says, Kriyashma Midrabanan. Why don't you go back and repeat Kriyashma? Don't throw anything at me. It says Kriyashma's Drabanan. We'll have to deal with that. However, MSV Yatsiv is Midir Isa. So that's obviously a, a very uh, perplexing statement. Uh, it should get a rise out of all of us. We've done so many Gemaras that suggest that Kriyashma is Minatara. Bishach Bachav Kumacha. We have Chiyuvim. You have to say Vidibartabam. So we'll have to deal with this Gemara in a second. So the Gemara says, that's exactly what the Gemara asks now. The Gemara says, Masi Rav Yosef, whoa, 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 hold on a second. You're telling me the reason you don't go back for Kriyashma is only Midrabanan. The Pasuk says clearly and explicitly, when you get up and when you go to sleep. In that, in that order, so when you go to sleep and you get up, you must recite Kriyashma. There's no bigger proof that Kriyashma is Minatora than, than that. Gemara says, no. Amr that's just talking about. It doesn't mean these words of Kriyashma. It means be osaken Torah. Speak the words of Torah. You have an obligation to speak the words of Torah in the morning. You have an obligation to speak the words of Torah at night. It does not relate specifically to the verbiage or to the template of Kriyashma. It means in general, one has to go ahead and learn in the morning and night. And the obligation of Kriyashma is only Midrabanan. Okay, so the Gemara continues. Let's just, Gemara says, I don't like this, that, that's not a good, that's not a good um, suggestion or statement that Kriyashma is a limit The Gemara says, we learned in our Mishnah, in our Mishnah, one daf ago, Tanan, Balkari Mahara Belibo. If someone is a Balkari, he had a, a nocturnal seminal emission, and he uh, did not go to Mikvah, so he's only allowed to think of Kriyashma, he cannot actually 
articulate and verbalize it. Ve'eno mavarich lo lefanei, it does not make the bracha, before brachos, before kriyashma, v'lo la'achares, since he's tamay, and he can't say the brachos after kriyashma. Ve'alamazon, the Mishnah continue, however, alamazon mavarich la'achares, he does go ahead and bench, because that was minatara. He can, in his mind, by the way, again, he can, can't articulate it, but he should think of Kriyashma, not the brachos of Kriyashma. He should think of benching, but should not think of hamotzi. And according to you, according to you, Rav Yehuda Shmuel, if you're going to tell me that Emes Vyatsev is Daraisa, then Livrach Lacharal, just like he benches afterwards in his mind, and just like he says Kriyashma in his mind, because they're Midivrei Torah, they're Midaraisa, then according to your Savar, our Mishnah should have said he also should have think of Emes Vyatsev. If Emes Vyatsev is also Minatora, according to your calculation, then it should be on par in the same playing field as Kriyashma and benching. Those we know that the Balkari, even though he's not allowed to articulate them, he must think them to be Yotzi the Mitzvah because they're Minatora. But yet, the Mishnah does not say that he has to think of Berchos Kriyashma, including Emes Yatsev. So according to you, if you're going to say that Emes Yatsev is Minatora, then he should have to think about this also. So Gemara says, my time on Mavarech. So the Gemara says, no, it's not really a question of Daraisa or Darabanan. The reason why... And, and what are you suggesting that he should have to go ahead and say MS Vyatsev afterwards? What's your question? You think he should, not only should he have to say, think in his mind about Kriyashma, he should also have to say the Brachos afterwards? If it's because Imishim Itziyas Mitzrayim, MS Vyatsev has the, the, the context, the, the, the um, topic of Vitsiyas uh, Mitzrayim embedded in it. And we know we have a mitzvah. It says what? The, we must go ahead and articulate and verbalize the fact that we left Mitzrayim every day. There are six Zechiros we have to mention. Amalek, we have to remember Miriam, we have to remember Chorev. There are different things we have to remember every day. One of them is says, You have to go ahead and remember the fact that Hashem took us out of Mitzrayim. If that's the reason why you're suggesting that he has to go back and say Emes Vyatsev, if he's unsure if he said it, he doesn't have to. Why? Because where else do we say? The, where else do we discuss the topic of Yitzias Mitzrayim in Parsha of Tzitzis? And he just said Shema. So He already mentioned it. So that's the reason why it doesn't prove that it's not Minatora Torah The fact that he doesn't that a, that a Balkari doesn't have to think about it. The reason he doesn't have to think about it is because he just fulfilled that obligation with Parsha of Tzitzis. It says, right, the Mantisco is Yom You have to go ahead, and we, we've, we remember that Hashem took Saddam's tribe in Tzitzis, in the third Parsha Krishma. That's why he doesn't have to go and think about it, the Balkari. It has nothing to do with it. It's not an uh, incrimination that it's not, uh, that's not Minatora. Emes Vyatsev is Minatora. We have an obligation to remember Yitzhak Yisrael. I, why doesn't the Balkari have to think about it? Because he's Tomei, and we try for him not to, to, to think about it as little as he can. Kriyashma already served the purpose of Emes Vyatsev. Okay, so the Gemara resolves that. Gemara says, if that's the case, why don't we just say, let him say Emes Vyatsev and not Kriyashma? If they both accomplish the same thing. If the Parsha of Tzitzis has Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim and Emes Vyatsev and Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim, so pick, pick your poison. So meaning, why, why say Kriyashma, why not say Emes Vyatsev? The Gemara says, Kriyashma difra de ispeitarti. No, Kriyashma not only has Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim, but it also has Kabalso Malchus Shemayim, which is not in 
And therefore, if you can kill two birds with one stone, if by saying Kriya Shema, not only do you fulfill the mitzvah of Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim every day, of Zechiras Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim, you also fulfill the mitzvah of Kabbalah Samach Shemaim. Therefore, that's why it's preferential. Okay, so that is the opinion in a nutshell of Yehuda Amar Shmuel. We'll see why I keep sticking in Shmuel in a second. But the opinion is, if you forget Kriya Shema, you do not go back, because it's Midrabanan. If you're, not if you forgot, if you think you forgot, if you're not sure if you forgot to say it, go back and say Amos Vyatsev, do not go back and say Kriya Shema. We'll get to the, uh, we'll, we'll attack his, uh, the, the, his, his Havamina in a minute. How can you say that Kriya Shema is Midrabanan? The Gemara continues, and it says as follows. Why, why is Amos Because of, Rashi says, because it has Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim, the Mantiskar. So everyone agrees Kriya Shema is Midaraisa. But anytime you have an obligation to mention Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim, Rashi actually brings that. If you look yeah, down, so Shema is Midaraisa. Yeah, but does Chiyuv Midaraisa make Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim? So why do they, why so that's why the Rambam actually says that all three parshas so Kriya Shema Minat Torah. Right? This is Machlokas we discussed way, way early. Which parts of Kriya Shema Minat Torah? So according to the Ramban, it's just the first pasuk. Based on the Gemara, we're going to do shortly. The, Rashi says it's just the first parsha. That's why Rashi said you could be Yotzei the Kriya Shema at night with Kriya Shema Alamita because you only say the first paragraph. Tosos holds the first two prakim, two parshios, and Rambam says all three. The reason the Rambam says all three, exactly your point, because Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim is an obligation every day. So again, why did why Rabbi Yehuda say that you don't say it over if it's a subject? Which one? He says you don't say over Kriya Shema, you do say Emes Vyatsev. Yeah, so why, don't, why does he say the other way around? I mean, Meaning what? Right. But you have that in Shema too. Oh, so why doesn't he say that Shema as well? Yeah. Because if you're going to accomplish it in, if you're going to accomplish it in, uh, in why, Emes Vyatsev. Why pick, like you said, why pick one? Okay, one? good. So we're going to discuss this in a second. The Shagasari is going to, is bothered with, with, with similar things to what you're bothered by. So you're, 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 you're in a good camp. So the only problem with that is the different paragraphs. So in the first paragraph, we have Kabbalah Salmach Hashemayim. The second paragraph is all about Kabbalah Salmach Mitzvah. So the third paragraph is Yitzhiyah Mitzrayim. But these are all good questions. It's a very, very troubling shita. Is that what's Yeah, it's one of the brachas of We have two before and two afterwards. I'm a little confused. I thought it says that anything that's written down in the Torah is automatic. Good, right good question. We're going to get to that in a second. These are all good questions. This is a very problematic opinion of Rav Yehuda, who says that... Amar Shmuel, thank you, Yossi, that uh, Kriya Shema is Midrabanon, and therefore, if you're not sure, we always say, Safik Midrabanon, Lakula. Now, let's just go to the next opinion before we attack uh, that, that first opinion. The next opinion says as follows. Virab Elazar, who's Cholek, Rabbi Elazar says as follows. Amar Safik, Kriya Shema, Safik, Lokar, if someone is unsure whether they're in doubt, whether they recited Kriya Shema in the morning, or we'll get to the night a little bit later, but for the morning, uh, certainly... Um, one would go back and repeat Kriyashma. At least we can breathe a sigh of relief. This is the, the, the camp that we're more comfortable with, this opinion, because presumably Kriyashma is Minatora. Therefore, Safek Daraisa, excuse me, is always Lechomra. Therefore, if you're not sure whether you recite a Kriyashma, you would have to go back. However, he says, Safek is Spalal, Safek Lospal. If you're not sure whether you dove in that morning, you would not go back. He doesn't talk about Emes Vyatsev. He says, Suffolk is spala, Suffolk low is spala. If you're not sure if you davened, you would not go back and daven. And that makes sense to us. Why? Because we've learned that according to most opinions, davening is only Midrabanan. Now, one last line before we jump off the daf, and that is Rabbi Yochanan argues on Rabbi Lazar, and he says, Omar Yochanan, Omar, Ulevai Adam Kolayom Kulo. Halavai, that everyone should daven all day long, 
um, so that uh, he would say that if you're not sure, if you daven, go daven. What's the worst thing that can happen? Really, we should be davening all day long. Very nice, very quick thought on this. And the Pnei Menachem, who was the sixth Gera Rebbe, who was Nifter in 1996 in Yerushalayim, said as follows, So he says that if you're not sure if you daven, go back and daven. Nothing to do with the Rebbe. Really, we should be davening all day, every day. So what does Pnei Menachem say? Something very nice. <clears throat> he says, what does it mean we should daven every day? We should daven every day with a different mindset. Usually, and Rabbi Goldberg always speaks about this on Yom Kippur, most people only daven if they have a tzara that's facing them. I'll read you the exact lashon. It's, it's really very nice. He says, most people, let me find it where I have it. I kind of put my readers on. He says, where did I write it? Oh, he says as follows. Someone typically beseeches, cries out, right? There's no atheist in a foxhole. So when you go ahead and you're faced with a tzara, someone is, is sick, then, when someone needs some kind of salvation from a difficult, challenging situation, that's when we reach out to God. But someone who is intelligent, when everything is going well, that's when you dive. Remember, Goldberg always says, before, and if you're here, we have to keep in mind, no talking during the, during the, in all year long, but certainly during the Yom and Aram, even if you think you have nothing to daven for, you have the most to daven for. That's when we should be davening the most, to keep everything status quo. That's what it means when it says, the every day we should be davening like there's a tzara, even when there's no tzara. The best way to ward off a tzara, right, an ounce of prevention is worth a pound of cure. So now... I'm glad everyone was very bothered by this. So let, let's go back a second. We have learned multiple Gemaras, and there are many Gemaras throughout Shas that suggest that Kriya Shema Shai was frustrated, right? That Kriya Shema is in Torah, right? So the fact that Amar Vihuda, Amar Shmuel, can say that Durabanan is a little problematic, but, but we have a different problem. The Shagasari says as follows, I don't understand, if I was to ask a 10-year-old on the street, I found him on the street, is Kriya Shema Min Torah he would answer... Torah. Question is, if you have a machlokas between Shmuel, because that's why I said it's important to know that from Yehudah Shmuel and Rebbe Lazar, who should we be paskening like? Shmuel. The Klolei Psak, you know, when, when it comes to the Klolei Psak, who we paskening like, it's not random whose opinion I like better. We have a hierarchy. The first of the Amoram, the first generation Amoram were Rav and Shmuel and Rav Yochanan. They were the first of the, of the Amoram, and they have a much higher status than other, than other Amoram. In fact, Rabbi Lazar was the Talmud, Rabbi Lazar Shemusi, but he, very good, but he was the Talmud of Rabbi Yochanan. So he was a uh, sec, next generation. Shmuel was the generation before him. In fact, Rabbi Yochanan was the first generation. <clears throat> Rabbi Yochanan, we know, lost 10 children. We said this. And when, in, the, in the beginning of the Gemara, in earlier brachos, we said that he always would say, that um, he would always dim garma dasira beer. He would always carry the, a little bone of his tenth child. That anyone who was found mourning, he would console them and say, "I understand that you lost a child, you lost a spouse, you lost a sibling, your house burned down, whatever it is. Let me console you. I, this is the tooth or a small bone of my tenth child. I lost ten children. We discussed earlier. He may have had eleventh that he sent to Bavel to learn, but I lost ten children." But yet, says the Gemara, when he lost his Chavrusa, who was his Chavrusa? His brother-in-law, Rish Lakish. Remember, we said that when he saw the beauty of Rish Lakish, Rish Lakish went over to him and said, you're so beautiful, you shouldn't be learning. 
And he said to me, I'll make you a deal. My sister's even prettier. If you become, stop being a pirate and become a Tanakhacham, you can marry my sister, Kachava. And Rish Lakish became his Chavrusa. When Rish Lakish died, Rabbi Yochanan lost himself. He was wandering the streets, Lakisha, Lakisha, wandering the streets, lost himself. And they, gave, they, they consoled him by suggesting, why don't you start learning with Rabbi Lazar? So he learned with Rabbi Lazar, this Rabbi Lazar, and he got so frustrated, he said, that Rish Lakish used to challenge me every single thing I say. And you just give me 20 proofs that I'm right. I don't need proofs that I'm right. Anyway, he wound up dying. He went crazy. And Rav Chaim Shmulevitz, the famed Mir Rosh uh, Mashkiach, would say, the obvious, but worth mentioning, that someone as great as Rav Yochanan, whether it's right or it's wrong, we're not here to judge, didn't lose it when he lost 10 kids. When he lost his Chavrusa, that's when he went crazy. That's when he lost his mind. Yeah, exactly, correct. So he was wandering the streets yelling, Lakisha, Lakisha. So this is Rav Yochanan. His Talmud was Rav Lazar. So now the question begs itself, would the Klolei Epsach always be passing like Shmuel over a next generation of our Rav Lazar? So the Shagasari in this first simon, this is the first, you open the Shagasari, the first simon asks, so how, why is it that we all assume that Kriya Shema is Mena Torah? If Shmuel says it's Midra Baran, and Rav Lazar says it's Midra why, in fact, do we paskin that it's Midaraisa? We should paskin like Shmuel. So the, the Kesef Mishnah discussed this, and he says there are so many Gemaras out there that bring rias and bring um, clear, uh, irrefutable proofs that Kriya Shema is Torah. And it must be that Shmuel holds the role of but because there are so many overwhelming Gemaras, that's why we paskin, like, like, like Rebbe Lazar. Shagasari says, I understand, the Kesef Mishnah knew more Torah than Shmuel. Shmuel didn't know of these other Gemaras. You're going to tell me that Shmuel didn't know of the other Gemaras, or There were so many Limudim uh, that we learned that Kriya Shema is in Torah. The Kesef Mishnah knew them and, and Shmuel didn't. So the Shagasari says something absolutely amazing. He says, let's look at, we're going to jump to another Gemara. There's a Gemara in, um, and this is the godless of the, the Shagasari. He says, there's a Gemara in a Darim Daf, Daf Ches. I'm going to read you the Gemara. It says, Amarav Gid Amarav. Ha'omer Ashkim Ve'eshna Perekzeh. I'm going to wake up and start doing Daf Yomi. I'm going to wake up. So it makes a Shvuah. Right? A Neder is on the object. A Shvuah is on the person. So he says, even though it says Neder, it's talking about a Shvuah. I am going to get up every morning and start learning 5 o'clock Daf Yomi. Okay? Or he says, Eshna Masech Or I'm going to finish Masech Brachos. Godol Nodar Lelokei Yisrael. This is a tremendous shvua. It's a great thing that he took upon himself. The Gemara asks, We already took upon ourselves the obligation to learn at, at Har Sinai. We know you, and, and ain't shvua chala shvua. You cannot make a shvua on another shvua. So I'm not allowed to say that I'm not going to eat chazer. Chazer is already ushered to me. I, I, I can't, right? It's already, we already swore that we're going to fulfill the mitzvahs. So how could someone take upon himself that I'm going to learn, make a shvua, and we say he did an amazing thing, that I'm going to learn Masechus Brachas. We were already obligated in that. When we stood at Har Sinai 3,000 years ago, that's why we, we, we already made a shvua. And the Gemara has a famous klal, ain't shvua chala shvua. You cannot make, you can make a neder on multiple things. You can say a bowl of chuntas to me, asr, 10 times, but you can't say a neder is chala on a neder, on an object. A shvua is never chala shvua. So we already were mushba. It's a very well-known phrase that we already accepted upon ourselves to learn. So how could someone again make a shvua that they're going to learn? So you know what the Gemara says? <clears throat> Gemara says, uh, What's he come to teach us? You could fulfill your obligation that we took upon ourselves at, when we swore at Sinai. When you say 
Kriyashma, morning and night, you discharge your obligation for learning. Anything you do above that, that's not part of the Shavuah. So when you say you're going to do Dafyomi, I swear I'm going to do Dafyomi. And that's an amazing letter. Says, says, uh, you did an amazing thing, says the Gemara. I, we already accepted that we're going to learn Torah. Yeah, the Gemara says you can, you can fulfill your daily obligation by saying Kriyashma in the morning and Kriyashma at night. <clears throat> now, by the way, who is this person that says this? Amar Rav Gidal, Amar Rav. So says the Shagas Arya, it must be that if you are fulfilling your obligation of learning with Kriyashma, it must be that Kriyashma is on what level? Daraisa the Rabbanon? Daraisa. Who says that? That's brought in the name of Rav. Whenever we have a Machlokis, Rav and Shmuel, then the Klali Psak are very different. We have a, Rav and Shmuel were contemporaries. They were first generation Amaram. They argued throughout Shas. The, the halacha is, by Dine Mamanos, we always paskin like Shmuel. By Isr Veheter, Mutter Asr, we always paskin like Rav. So this is an example. It's not Dine Mamanos. Learning Torah is not Dine Mamanos. Right? He says that the fact that that's why I brought in Shmuel before, and here it says the name of Rav. Whenever Rav and Shmuel argue, the halacha is always like Rav by Isr Veheter, and always like this, throughout Shas. This is what the Gemara says. There, there are areas in, in Shas where they tell us what the Klali Psak are. Who we, there's a hierarchy. So by Dini Mamanos, we always pass like Shmuel, when he machlok is Rav and Shmuel, whenever, by Isr Veheter, we pass like Rav. So this is Rav's statement, and obviously if you're going to discharge your obligation through Torah learning, through Kriyashma, Kriyashma must mean a Torah. So that's why, that's one proof. Ultimately, he doesn't love this proof, the Shagasari. So he says, let's go to another proof. He says as follows. This is interesting. The Gemara says in Sota and Daf Membez, we know there's something called the Mashuach Melchama, that there was a chief of staff who happened to have been a Kohen. Before they went to war, he would, um, he would rile them up. So the Gemara, the, in Parsha Shoftim, it says, When you go out to war against your enemies, it says, You're going to be overwhelmed. You're going to be one nation amongst 53 Muslim nations. You're going to see chariots and you're going to see 150,000 rockets in all directions. And the world is going to hate you. Do not fear them. The same one took Adam Mitzrayim. He is in your corner. He's by your side. When it comes to you're actually at the precipice of war. You're at the border. And the Kohen Mashuach, the, the anointed Kohen is going to come. And he's going to give you a pep rally. And he will say to you, B'nai Yisrael, Shema Yisrael, listen up. One of the five times he mentioned Shema, the phrase Shema Yisrael in Chumash. Atem krevim ayom. You are here today, La Melchama, you're about to go and start a war against your enemies. Do not fear. Don't be anxious. Don't panic. Don't be afraid. Don't be nervous. On your side, you will be saved. You know what the Gemara says? The Gemara says, when it says, Shema Yisrael, you are, listen Yisrael, the Gemara says, in Sota Membez, Shema Yisrael. What is meant by the phrase Shema Yisrael? Says the Gemara Sota. Listen to what the Kodesh Baruch tells to B'nai Yisrael. Even if the only mila you have in your corner, even if the only good deed or the mitzvah or the, or the brownie points that you have earned is saying Kriyashma morning and night, that's enough that you don't have to worry about losing the war. 
says the Shalagas Ariyei. The fact that we're saying Kriya, it says Shema Yisrael, but not Shema Yisrael, that's in the Veschanan, this is in Shoftim. This is just, listen up Yisrael, if you don't be afraid, even if the world is against you, even if the numbers seem insurmountable, if the odds are overwhelming, don't fear. And they touch that Pasuk Shema Yisrael, the Gemara says, the word Shema Yisrael, why is that, that, that pun used there? To teach us that if all you said was Shema Yisrael morning and night, you have nothing to worry about. If we're going to explain this pasuk by invoking the obligation to say Kriya Shema morning and night, it must be Minatorah. Who was the author of that statement? Rabbi Yochanan. Rabbi Yochanan was Rabbi Lazar's Talmud. So right off the bat now, we, right off the bat though, we have, uh, by the way, and he was a contemporary of, of Shmuel, so he's on the same level of Shmuel. So right now you have Rav and Rabbi, Yoch- and Rabbi Yochanan against Shmuel, Shmuel against the Kriya Shema is only Midrabanon. Rav, we just said from the Gemara about, I make, take a Shua to learn. I, I can discharge my obligation that I took at Har Sinai by saying Kriya Shema must be in the Torah. Here too, if I'm going to explain the Pasuk, when the Kohen of Meshuach, when the Kohen, before they go to war, tries to rally them up and encourage them, he says, if all you did was say Kriya Shema morning and night, that's enough. And that's how they interpret the Pasuk in the Torah. Shagasari says that Kriya Shema must be in the Torah according to Rabbi Yochanan as well. The Gemara in Erevin, Daf Mem Zayin, says, when every of a machlokas, Rabbi Yochanan and Shmuel, we pass like Rabbi Yochanan. So Sarkasari says, normally, if you just looked at it in a vacuum of Shmuel versus Rabbi Lazar, Shmuel is a first generation Amora, Rabbi Lazar was a second generation Amora, you would pass like Shmuel, in which case it would turn out that Kriya Shema would only be Midrabanon, in which case, if you had a doubt whether you said it, you would actually be lenient, right? Lahakil. But he brings two other Gemaras throughout Shas from Gemara Nadarm Davches and Sota Daf Membeis to show that Rav holds its Minatora. Rav and Shmuel Lachas like Rav. And he has, shows another source that Rabbi Yochanan holds its Minatora. Machlokas Rabbi Yochanan and Shmuel Halacha like Rabbi Yochanan. That's why we reject Shmuel. We hold that Kriya Shema's Minatora. Only the Shagas are, it's unbelievable. Yeah, what? Checkmate. Checkmate. Don't they feel insulted that they don't, they don't follow them? What does that mean? That means every time you know, they know for every time in the Torah, they know they don't follow that particular person. Every single time, I mean, every single time, don't they feel? So why are they even fighting and feeling insulted? I don't think they feel insulted. Insulted. This is uh, from the Torah. This is the way. The question is: It's bediavad that we post came on there. While while they were arguing, they didn't know that. Right. So when they're arguing, they're trying. That's that's a good point, right? When they're arguing in real time, they're trying to, to to win. But but. Sometimes you have to sacrifice tra- clarity for truth, mm-hmm. right? So if the, the two, there's one way you can learn the Gemara, another way. But you don't never sacrifice truth for clarity, mm-hmm. right? So there are two opinions, and uh, we can't. Everything is this. There's always a second opinion. That's just usually with Jews, there's three opinions for two people. But usually there's there's always a second opinion. Of, and and Shivim Pon Torah Elo Elo Devil Gemachayim. The Gemara says Erevin Dafir Gimel. We passing like usually Beis Hillel, just because even though Beis Shammai was sharper, that was a whole big issue. Even though they were sharper, Beis Shammai had much more penetrating insight. Yeah. Beis Hillel always quoted Beis Shammai first and gave Kavod Torah. That's why we passing like Beis Hillel, even though Beis Shammai theoretically was had more penetrating insights. But there's always two Tzadim. But we're trying to get to the real MS. Yeah. Emes Yatsev. Emes Yatsev. It gives a reason why Emes Yatsev is the rice because it's here, so in the Zechir, it's here, so it's And we said you have that in Shema too, so why do you pick Emes Yatsev being the rice rather than Shema being the rice? I mean, what, what, why?
saying, he's saying... Yeah, I, I don't know the answer for that, but the only thing I can guess is that Shema is much more than just... Emes Vyatsev is solely... Okay. Is and that's, that's the whole purpose of it. Shema is so much more. But that's what the Gemara eventually says. Right, but, right, that only strengthens its question. That only strengthens its question. But, uh, yeah. Yeah, when you... Okay, Viter. Okay. So the Gemara says as follows. Okay. So, um, okay. Gemara says, next. Oh, by the way, how do we pass in Lalacha? So just a couple, just Lalacha Lamaisa. So the Gemara says as follows. Um, now, if you are doubtful whether you said Kriya Shema or not, what do we, what, now that we know that's Doraisa, what, what would you say the answer is? You go back, if, if you, you go back, and you make the brachos before and then afterwards. Now, the truth is, the brachos of Kriya Shema are only Midrabanon, and yet, you, if you're not sure if you said Kriya Shema, you do go back and repeat the brachos. And we said it much earlier on in the Masech, the, the Rav said that, because when they made Kriya Shema, they made it as a unit. It's a unit before, you know, with the brachas before and after. So if, even though the brachas are Rabbanon, if you have to go back, because you're not sure if you said Kriyashma, we know Kriyashma, we paskin, that it's Minatora, you have to go back and say Kriyashma, you say the brachas with it. What happens, by the way, um, it's interesting, even though there are many opinions, by the way, whether we just said it, whether the first pasuk or just the first parsha is Minatora, you do go back, and, and even though clearly the brachas are Rabbanon, you do go back and say everything. If you know for sure, though, that you said the first Pasuk or the first Parsha, then you do not go back. Meaning, if you're sure that you said Shema or uh, the first paragraph, the first Pasuk or the first paragraph, you don't remember if you stopped midway, you're a physician, you have to return a call, middle Shema, you get, you're just not sure, you don't go back. If you don't say any Kriya Shema, you're not sure if you start Shema, you go back and say it with the Brachos. If you know for sure you said Shema and you said Vahafta, you're just not sure if you said the second, third paragraph, you don't go back. Interestingly enough, listen to what it says. What happens if you're not sure if you went davened? So the Shulchan Aruch says, you're not sure if you davened. Should you go back or not go back? So, um... Not, not sure if you davened at all. Not sure if you Yeah, if you're not sure if you davened. Meaning said Shema. But you're not sure if you said Shema or not. So, we say actually that um, you, you should go back. And it's interesting, by the way, um, there are many opinions where we say that, you know, Rabbi Yochanan said here, you should, if you're not sure if you miss one Esrei, go back and daven, because the truth is, it's the best halavai we daven all day long. Most opinions say that you should be mechadish something, if you're going to repeat, and we're going to see this in the next Gemara, but try to say, if you're not sure, it's probably better to say something new in the second Shimon Esrei, a new bakasha, something new, so it's not repetition. We're going to see that in the next Gemara, so I'll hold off on that thought in a second. But the Shulchan Aruch does say in, in Simon Kuf Zayin, that if you're not sure, you should go back and daven. Um, and then lastly, the Mishnah Bura says, and you should make a tanai. And you say as follows, if I did not daven, this should be a tefillah chova, an obligatory one. And if I did daven, this should be betoras nadava, as, a, as an optional one. So you just have that in mind. But again, we pass in that both for Kriya Shema and for Shemones, even though Shemones is the Rabbanon, we do go back if you're not sure if you said it because Halavai she Adam Kola Ola Kola Yom Kulo. Okay, Vaiter. Gemara says, I'm Rav Yehuda Meshmuel, which is, by the way, the next statement is also Rav Yehuda Meshmuel, which is why the Rif and the Rush probably said this earlier statement is also the name of Shmuel. So I'm Rav Yehuda Meshmuel. Haya Omid Betfila. Someone was in the middle of davening Shmona Esrei. Viniskar Shespalal Posek Afilu Be'emsa Bracha. We're still on Alpha Manaf and Bottom. So if you're in the middle of Shmona Esrei and you said, oh my God, and I, this has happened, this has happened to people. You come home from, I'll just give an example, you come home from a wedding. And it's one o'clock in the morning, you're bleary-eyed, you daven marv, and you totally remember that right after the chuppah, you daven marv. It can absolutely happen. I know it's happened to me before after weddings. 
it can happen, right? You're just in the middle, and and you you're by road. You know, usually after wedding, you don't you not always you don't always catch Mar. If you come home and daven, and you say, "Oh my gosh, I actually didn't," which, by the way, is the greatest feeling in the world when you're exhausted at one o'clock, your feet hurt, you have to daven Mar. If you're about to get up and you remember you have to Mar, that's the. You can't, you can't explain. Yeah, yeah, you cannot share unless someone can. Yeah, yeah, that's the feeling. You just, you have to experience that to really understand what that is. It should be different halachas though if you're over seventy, because just like you know, when you did something for thirty days already, you don't have to repeat it. Yeah, yeah, correct, correct. Over seventy, you can't be sure of anything. I have something to look forward to now, Jack. Thank you. Okay. So, so now the Gemara says. You're in the middle of Shimon Esrei, and you actually remembered that you daven. V'nisko posek bracha. You stop where you are, cold turkey, even if you're in the middle of a bracha. That's what you, Rabbi Yehuda Mishmoh says. The Gemara says, Ain't is that really so that you stop, punct where you are? It happened to be that the students of Ba'in Minei, they asked him as follows. In the base Medrash of Rav Nachman, they asked him as follows. So the word is Talmidim in the base Medrash of Rabbah, who accidentally on Shabbos started to dive in the regular Choldek Shmon Esrei. Right? Yeah, Vachadik, thank you. Vachadik, right? They were, they were actually saying the Chol Shmon Esrei on Shabbos. And he told us, finish that Vachadik Bracha, finish the Rifa'inu, the Bracha you're in. And then you can, you can start the Shemona Esrei of Shabbos. But he didn't say stop where you are. So Shmuel first halacha said that if you're davening Shemona Esrei and you remember that you already said Shemona Esrei, stop where you are. We asked, they asked the question, but one second. When we, we asked Rav Nachman the following question, there were Talmidim on Shabbos who were davening a regular Shemona Esrei. They were in the middle of the regular bakashas, the 13 brachas in the middle. And you, they remembered and they said, no, finish the bracha. So what is it? Do you finish or do you stop? Gemara says, how do you compare us? Apples and oranges. are you comparing apples and oranges? The students, the Talmidim, who were davening on Shabbos, a week to Shmon Esrei, they're obligated, they didn't daven yet. They're obligated to daven. And by the way, halachically, we're really supposed to say a regular 19 brachos on Shabbos. It's just that the Chachamim were making and they transferred the 13 brachos to one brach in the middle. But really, there's no reason we shouldn't be saying the 13 brachos. But they're obligated to say it, so they finish the bracha. However, really, they're obligated to make the 19 brachos. But just the chachamim, the davening was already very long, and they didn't want to extend the Shabbos even later, and you miss lunch. Or a kiddush, God forbid, or the kiddush club. Even more, God forbid. But over here, here, he already davened. He remembered that he already davened. So, of course, he doesn't have to finish the bracha. You're comparing one who didn't daven yet to one who did daven. So, it's, it's apples and oranges. Gemara says, one more, Amr of Yehudah Meshmuel. So, here's the third case of Yehudah Meshmuel. It says, so, someone already davened. Hispalel, you already davened, Shuan Esrei, v'nichnas lebeis hakneses, and you enter the shul, u'matzot tzibor shem hispalel, and then you go ahead and you find that the tzibor now is davening Shuan Esrei. If one is able to go ahead and finish, sorry, and add something new to make a chiddush, a new bakasha, you can daven with the tzibur now, even though you already davened. But if you didn't, you shouldn't daven again. Now listen to this. We're just going to finish these next two lines because we're going to pick up, otherwise we're stopping in the middle. So Gemara says, why do I need these two cases? The first case he said, why do I need these cases about the bracha? 
So now, he says as follows. He says, I need these two dinim. If you had only told me the first halacha, that if someone is in the middle of a bracha, and then they realize they davened already, they stop, I would have said, There, the only time is, Boshmon Esrei are by yourself. You're davening at home, and you realize you davened two hours earlier. So that's where you stop. But it's not, I wouldn't have known that if I davened before, and then... I didn't remember, and I started davening with the tzibor that I should dav. Maybe I would say that the tefillah with the tzibor, I should continue, even though I davened already. Right? The first halacha is, is if you remember, you're davening yesterday, you remember you davened already, stop where you are. Then he gives another halacha, is if you go to shul, and you find you're in shul, and you're already davened, right? you're already davened, if you can add something new, daven again. But the first time we said that if you davened already and you remembered, you stop in the middle. Why would you even daven again now? So what's the reason he has to bring two halachas? So the first one is, the first case where I remember I davened already, and then in the middle of my shawana, so I stop where I am, those, both the cases where you're davening at home privately. So I would say I'm not really adding anything in my second shawana, so I already davened bichidus, I'm davening again bichidus. Now what am I adding? Stop where you are. But if I daven bichidus and now I come to shul, Maybe it's a much higher, we know there's a much higher level of davening in shul with the tzibor. So maybe I would say continue. And why does he bring the second case? If I have the, the first case, uh, okay. But I would think if I, if I only daven the first one with the, with the yachid, and now I have a chance to daven the tzibor, I should go in and daven. And if it only told me the second case, Vyashmin and Hachan, it only told me the second case where I da- walk into Shul, I dive in Bichitos, I walk into Shul to hear my Goldberg share, and I realize that his share is not for 15 minutes, I walk into Shul to see what they're up to, they're diving Shimon If I could be Mechadi something, repeat Shimon If it only told me that, Allah, I would say, you know why here I don't start? Because I didn't start the Shimon But maybe where I dive into ready, and then I, in the middle of my Shimon I would say, I remembered, maybe you continue, you already started. Here, the difference is, in shul, I didn't start yet. So don't start unless you have something new to add. But in the case at home, the first case, I have to mention it, because I would think, since I already started, maybe I should finish. So the two cases are very different. We're going to discuss tomorrow um, some points about this, and tomorrow we're going to discuss one of the most important topics throughout Shas, and that is Shomea Kaona. We rely on Shomea Kaona to, to fulfill our obligation through other people. The biggest example is Mikra Megillah. Right? We rely on the Balkore to, how does, how does um, Shomea Kaona work? Does it work by everything? Are there parameters? Once we understand the mechanism of Shomea Kaona, because we're going to discuss tomorrow if you're in Shimon Esrei and you hear the Chazin, Chazar Sashat, say Kedusha, what do we do? Do we remain silent like Rashi? Or if we remain silent, is that considered hefzik like Tosos or Benatam in the Ri? So tomorrow we discuss at length how Shumia Kona works. Have a wonderful, wonderful day. Oh, yeah.